Alright, you guys, let's try this again. Today is Monday. This is into the Aaron verse. Aaron Childs is here, yours truly. And we have a lot to get to. Such as a couple of celebrity birthdays. And I know we have a lot, we had a lot of uh, of babies born September 22nd, one being my younger brother, Grant. Love you, big guy. I know you're listening. He, as a matter of fact, shared a birthday with the likes of legendary rocker Joan Jett, who turned 61. Doctor Who alum, Billy Piper, who turned 37. Orphan Black star, Tatiana Maslany, 34. Bonnie Hunt from Beethoven turned 58. Chachi, and Chachi himself, Scott Bayo of Happy Days fame, turned 59. Now, I know we have a lot of history buffs out there. And a couple of moments in history included courtesy of OnThisDay.com. In 1665, Molière's L'Amour Médecine premiered, uh, premiered in Paris. An all-female jury, I mean, the Molière's L'Amour Médecine premieres in 1665 in Paris. Nine years before, an all-female jury hears the case of Judith Catchpole, who was accused of killing her child, and the jury acquitted her in Patuxent County, Maryland. 1598, playwright and poet Ben Johnson was indicted for manslaughter as a result of a duel. We're going to jump forward now to 1692. The last people hung for witchcraft totaled eight in the U.S., and during the Salem Witch Trials, over 20 were hung. In 1699, people of Rotterdam strike over the high cost of butter. 1711 was the occupation of Rio de Janeiro by French troops. 1733, Polish King Lezicki fled to Danzig. 1735, Robert Walpole becomes the first British Prime Minister who is actually the first Lord of the Treasury to live at 10 Downing Street. 1745, Bonnie Prince Charlie's army returns to Edinburgh. 1753, Pangaran Gusti installed as Sultan of Banton. 1756 was the opening day of Nassau Hall at Princeton University. 1761 was the coronation of George III as King of Britain. And, I mean, I'm sorry, was the coronation of King George III of the United Kingdom and Queen Charlotte. 
1772, first partition of Poland is ratified by Austria, Prussia, and Russia. And Russia. A year later, Benjamin Franklin publishes a hoax letter, an edict by the King of Prussia and the public advertiser criticizing Britain's colonial policies in the American colonies. 1784. Russian trappers established a colony on Kodiak Island, Alaska. 1789. U.S. Congress passes Act requiring the first Postmaster General to report to the President through the Secretary of the Treasury. 1792. French First Republic formed by the National Convention, stripping the French King of his powers. An event of interest. In 1817, John Quincy Adams become, becomes the U.S. Secretary of State. And a scientific, and here we have a scientific discovery. In 1832, during his HMS Beagle voyage, Charles Darwin discovers a large number of fossils at Punta Alta in Argentina. 1851, city of Des Moines, Iowa, incorporated as Fort Des Moines. Ten years later, 1861, Fort Fauntleroy, Wingate, rapes Navajo Indians. Another event of interest. 1862, U.S. President Abraham Lincoln says he will free slaves in all states on January the 1st. 1864, Battle of Fishers Hill, Virginia. General Early retreats to Brown's Gap. Also, Sheridan set up camp in Harrisonburg, Virginia. And last but certainly not least was a victory in battle. In 1866, the War of the Triple Alliance, decisive battle of Carpathia, results in a Paraguayan victory and heavy losses for Argentinian and Brazilian forces, which were led by the president of Paraguay, Francisco Solano Lopez. 1868, race riots in New Orleans, Louisiana. And in 1869, a music premiere was the talk of Munich as Richard Wagner's opera Rhine Gold premiered that day. And for all your historical know-how, please stay tuned to OnThisDay.com, inputting September 22nd in the search bar. And this segment is brought to you by Great Values 100% Arabica French, French Roast Ground Coffee. Coffee. When I want to drink coffee, I go dark, bold, and toasty. Because it gives me the edge and gives me the kick I need to stay awake on long nights of work.
So if you're near Walmart, pick up a 96 count of 100% Arabica French roast, French roast ground coffee curried K-cups for $18.69 if they have it marked down. If they don't, you will have to pay full price. Trust me, you will not be disappointed with 100 with these K-cups. Find them for your Keurig right now. Stay tuned. For today's birthdays, as well as a recap of all things in the awards, next on Into the Aaronverse. Alright, you guys. Sorry about that interruption. But, this is segment two of Into the Aaronverse. And, I know that there were a lot of babies born on September the 20th third and you guys share your birthday with a couple of well-known celebrities which included 76 year old crooner and father of an excuse me and father of Enrique Iglesias Julio who, t who turned 76. The late Ray Charles would have been 89. And ageless Mickey Rooney is 93. MCU star Anthony Mackie is 41. You'll get to see him in the second season of the Netflix show Altered Carbon. Stay tuned for a future episode of that. And I will fill you in on what that series is about. WWE star Matt Hardy turned 45 years old. And the cream of the crop included 70-year-old Bruce Springsteen. Happy birthday to all and Sunday night if you were feeling in the awards show mood I have the recap for you from the Emmy Awards, which were held at the Wolf Theater in L.A. Sunday night. Oh, damn. Variety Talk Show. The nominees were The Daily Show with Trevor Noah of Comedy Central. PBS is Full Frontal with Samantha Bee. Jimmy Kimmel Live from ABC. 
Last Week Tonight with John Alva and the CBS duo of The Late Late Show with James Corden and The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. Congratulations went to, I believe, for the second year in a row, The Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Reality competition nominees were The Amazing Race, American Ninja Warrior, Nailed It, Group Paul's Drag Race, Top Chef, and The Voice. And Root Paul's Drag Race came away with the win. Directing for a limited series, movie, or TV special, which included these very talented nominees. Johan Rank for Chernobyl. Ben Stiller for Escape at Denimois. Jessica Yu and Thomas Kale for Foss Burden. Stephen Frears, A Very English Scandal, and Ava DuVernay, When They See Us. Congratulations went to Johan Rank for Chernobyl. Supporting Actor in a Limited Series or Movie. Nominees included Stellan Skarsgård for Chernobyl. Paul Dano for Escape of Denimois. Ben Wishaw, A Very English Scandal. Asante Black, John Leguizamo, and Michael K. Williams, When They See Us. Congratulations, Ben Wishaw, A Very English Scandal. Lead actor in a limited series or movie. I believe went to Darrell Jerome. When they see us, he was against, he was up against Mahershala Ali, true detective. Benicio Del Toro for Escape at Dannemora. Hugh Grant, a very English scandal. Jared Harris for Chernobyl. And Sam Rockwell for Foss Burden. Lead actress. In a limited series or movie. Nominees included Amy Adams, Sharp Objects, Patricia Arquette for Escape of Danamora. On Janu Ellis, When They See Us, Joey King, The Act, Nisi Nash, When They See Us, and Michelle Williams for Foss Verdon. Foss Verdon and Michelle Williams won the award. Up next was directing for a limited series, movie, or dramatic special. Johan Rink, Chernobyl, Ben Stiller, Escape of Danamora, Jessica Yu and Thomas Kale for Foss Barton, Stephen Frears, A Very English Scandal, and Ava DuVernay, When They See Us. Congratulations for your second award, Johan Rink for Chernobyl. Writing for a drama series nominees included Better Call Saul, winner, Peter Gould and Thomas Schnoz, Bodyguard, Episode 1, and Jed Mercurio, Game of Thrones, The Iron Throne, David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, Killing Eve, Nice and Neat, Emerald Farrell, 
Succession. Nobody is ever missing Jesse Armstrong in The Handmaid's Tale. Holly. Bruce Miller and Kira Snyder. Succession. Nobody is ever missing Jesse Armstrong. Congratulations. Directing for a drama series. Nominees included David Benioff. And D.B. Weiss. For Game of Thrones, The Iron Throne. David Nutter. Game of Thrones, The Last of the Starks. Miguel Sapochnik. Game of Thrones, The Long Night. Dana Reed, The Handmaid's Tale. And Holly. Lisa Brawlman, Killing Eve, Desperate Times. Jason Bateman and Ozark for repar and reparations. And Adam McKay, Succession, Celebration. Congratulations went to Jason Bateman for Ozark, Reparations. Directing for a comedy series. Nominees included Alec Berg and Bill Hader for Barry. Mark Sandrowski for The Big Bang Theory, Harry Bradbeer for Fleabag, Amy Sherman Palladino for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Daniel Palladino for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. The winner was Harry Bradbeer for Fleabag. Lead actress in a limited series or movie, Amy Adams, Sharp Objects, Patricia Arquette, Escape of Danamora, Anjanou Alice, When They See Us, Joey King, The Act, Nisi Nash, When They See Us, and Michelle Williams for False Burden. Michelle Williams and False Burden was the winner. Lead actor in a limited series or movie included Mahershala Ali and True Detective, Benicio Del Toro, Escape of Danamora. Hugh Grant, A Very English Scandal. Jared Harris for Chernobyl. Gerald Jerome, When They See Us. And Sam Rockwell for Frost Burden. Gerald Jerome, When They See Us. Frost, I'm sorry, Gerald Jerome, When They See Us was the winner. Guest Actress in a Comedy Series. Jane Lynch was the winner, and she was up against Sandra Oh and Emma Thompson for, on Saturday Night Live, Kristen, Kristen Scott Thomas and Maya Rudolph for The Good Place, and Fiona Shaw for Fleabag. Guest actor in a comedy series. Nominees included... Adam Sandler, John Mulaney, Mike Damon, Robert De Niro for Saturday Night Live, Peter McNichol for Veep, and Luke Kirby, The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Supporting actor in a comedy series. We have a trio of stars from Barry in Anthony Kerrigan, Stephen Root, and Henry Winkler. Alan Arkin for The Kaminsky Method. Tony Shalhoub. The Marvelous Miss Maisel, 
the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Tony Hale for Veep. Congratulations went to Adrian Monk himself, Tony Shalhoub, for the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Supporting actress included Sarah Goldberg for, for Barry, Sion Clifford and Olivia Coleman for Fleabag, Betty Gilpin for Glow, Alex Borstein, and Marion Hinkle for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Kate McKinnon for Saturday Night Live, and Anna Klumsky or Chomsky for Veep. Congratulations went to Alex Borstein for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Writing for a comedy series, nominees were Barry, Rodney Lilly, Alec Berg, and Bill Hader. Fleabag, Episode 1, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Pen 15, Anna Ishii-Peters, and Maya Erksan, Anna Conkle, and Stacey and Stacy Osei Kufor. Russian Doll, Nothing in This World is Easy. Leslie Hedlund, Natasha Leone, Amy Poehler. Russian Doll, A Warm Body, Allison Silverman, The Good Place, Janets, Josh, Se Josh Siegel, and Dylan Morgan. And of course, Veep and David Mandel. And the winner was Fleabag, Episode 1, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. The actress in a comedy series included nominees Christina Applegate for Dead to Me, Rachel Brosnahan, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Julia Louis-Dreyfus for Veep, Natasha Leone for Russian Doll, Catherine O'Hara for Schitt's Creek, Phoebe Waller-Bridge for Fleabag, and Schitt's Creek is spelled S-C-H-I-T-T. -T. Not that other foul word that, I, that you thought I was saying. And the winner was Phoebe Waller-Bridge for Fleabag. Lead actor in the comedy series included Anthony Anderson of Blackish, Don Cheel from Black Monday, Ted Danson of The Good Place, Michael Douglas for The Kaminsky Method, Bill Hader for Barry, and Eugene Levy for Schitt's Creek. Congratulations went to Bill Hader of Barry. Supporting actress in a drama series included Fiona Shaw for Killing Eve, Julia Garner for Ozark, and Gwendolyn Christie, Lena Headey, Sophia Turner, and Macy Williams of Game of Thrones. Supporting actor in a drama series included Peter Dinklage, Alfie Allen, and Nicholas Costa Waldau of Game of Thrones, Michael Kelly of House of Cards, and Chris Sullivan of This Is Us. Congratulations, Peter Dinklage of Game of Thrones, on your award. Supporting actress in a drama series included. Amelia Clark of Game of Thrones, Jodie Comer of Killing Eve, Viola Davis of How to Get Away with Murder, Laura Linney for Ozark, Mandy Moore of This Is Us, Sandra O oh, Killing Eve, and Robin Wright of House of Cards. Lead actor in a drama series included nominees. Bob Odenkirk of Better Call Saul, 
Kit Harrington of Game of Thrones, Jason Bateman of Ozark, Billy Porter of Pose, and This Is Us duo Sterling K. Brown and Milo Ventimiglia. TV movie nominees included Black Mirror, Bandersnatch, Brexit, Deckwood, Deadwood, King Lear, and My Dinner with Herb. The winner of that category was Black Mirror. Limited series nominees included Chernobyl for HBO, Escape of Denimoire for Showtime, Frost Burden for FX, Sharp Objects for HBO, and When They See Us for Netflix. Chernobyl was the winner for HBO. Comedy series nominees included Barry, Fleabag, I mean Barry of HBO, Fleabag of Amazon Prime, The Good Place, NBC, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel of Amazon Prime, Russian Doll from Net of Netflix, Schitt's Creek, and Veep. The winner was Fleabag of Amazon, for Amazon Prime. And drama series. Nominees included Better Call Saul, Bodyguard, Game of Thrones, Killing Eve, Ozark, Pose, Succession, and This Is Us. Game of Thrones won Best Drama Series. Congratulations to all winners of this year's Academy, I mean Emmy Awards that went hostless. Alrighty. Now, here we go with segment three. Uh, and I hope you have enjoyed this evening's episode so far. As most of you know, there were a lot of games on Sunday, which included my Houston Texans and the LA Chargers. The Texans won 27-20. to And in the second half, the Texans outscored the Chargers 20-3. to We have a final from Thursday in which the Jaguars bested the Titans 20-7. And Minshew was the fifth Jaguars quarterback with two plus TD touchdowns in first quarter of, of the game. More finals included the Lions and the Eagles. Lions beat the Eagles 27-24. And this was the Lions' third consecutive win against Philly. The Jets and the Patriots played on Sunday as well. And Tom Brady passed Drew Brees for the second most pass touchdowns in NFL history with 522. Patriots won 30-14. Final, another final was the Vikings and the Raiders in which the Vikings won 34-14. And Adam Thielen of Minnesota had two touchdowns one receiving and one rushing. Uh, 
Chiefs and the Ravens were up next. And the Chiefs bested the Ravens 33-28. Kansas City had 25-plus points in 24 straight NFL games, which is the NFL record. The Colts barely pulled out a win against Atlanta, 27-24, in which they snapped a five-game home opening losing streak. Next up was the Packers and the Broncos, in which the Packers won 27-16. And Aaron Rodgers improved his record to 13-2-1 in the last 16 starts in Green Bay. And for you Dallas Cowboy fans, yes, I said Dallas Cowboy fans because I've got to show all the teams love. If you're Dallas Cowboys, beat the Dolphins 31-6. to Dak, Dak Prescott was the fastest Cowboys quarterback to reach 75 career passing touchdowns. Dallas Cowboys improved to 3-0. Bengals and the, the Bengals and the Bills played in which Buffalo is impressing a lot of people improving the three and0 they won 21 to 17 over Cincinnati and the bills are one of three AFC teams to begin the season three and0 other finals included Atlanta, I mean, I'm sorry, New York, and Tampa Bay, in which New York barely pulled out a win against the Bucks, 32-31. And Jones of the Giants had the go-ahead seven-yard rush touchdown with a minute 21 remaining. Uh, Panthers and the Cardinals. Panthers won 38-20 with, Chris, with Christian McCaffrey having the most scrimmage yards in first three seasons in the team's history. And then the 49ers and the Steelers played next with the 49ers winning 24-20. And they are 3-0 for the first time since 1998. Saints and the Seahawks. Seahawks had a tough time, but I know they're going to bounce back. The Houdat Nation pulled out a win, 33-27. And this is the, first, the Saints' first win without Breeze as a starter since 2005. And one more final for you. The Rams and the Browns with the Rams winning 20-13. to And Cooper Cup had two receiving touchdowns which he tied for a career high. Congratulations to all the players I mean all the teams and all the players of week three. Next up is the all-important week four, which includes these games. 
At high noon, the Houston Texans and the Carolina Panthers go at it. And for all you Carolina Panthers fans, Cam Newton has been ruled out. Unless I'm wrong, stay tuned as I find out more on this information. Next Thursday night at 7:20, the Eagles and the Packers play. Then back on high noon. Then back high noon. It's the Redskins and the Giants. The Dolphins and the Chargers. The Raiders and the Colts. The Chiefs and the Lions. And the Patriots and the Bills. Both teams are three and zero. This is going to be an interesting game. Another 12 o'clock, other 12 o'clock games included the Browns and the Ravens. Old school versus new school. And last but certainly not least, it's the Titans and the Falcons. Both teams are one and two. Who's going to pull out the win? Stay tuned. To CBS to find out. At 3.05, we have a couple of games for you as the Buccaneers and the Rams play and the Seahawks and the Cardinals. And then at 3.25, we have two games on tap, which include the Jaguars and the Broncos. And the Vikings and the Bears. And then a couple of late games, which include the Bengals and the Steelers at 7.15 on Monday Night Football, which is next week. And the Cowboys and the Saints at 7.20 on Sunday. The day before. For you Niners fans and Jets fans, your teams are on bye. And in week five, you face Cleveland and Philly, respectively. Stay tuned as I delve into more of the possibility that Cam Newton won't play against Houston. Also on tap is college football. Uh, I can pick a couple of them. For you, which included, which include, and that quote. Uh, number ten, Utah losing to USC, thirty to twenty-three. Number twenty, Boise State losing to Air Force, thirty to nineteen. Number one, Clemson 
obliterating Charlotte, 52 to 10. Number two, Alabama dominating Southern Mississippi, 49 to 7. Uh, number three, Georgia besting number seven. Notre Dame, 23-17. Number four, LSU, beating Vanderbilt, 38-6. And for all the other games, uh, look to ESPN.com for the recap of week four. And the last two games... I would like to give, or three games, because I promised an old Auburn fan that I would give his team a shout-out. Number eight, Auburn. Best of the Aggies, 28-20. to 20. And number 12, Texas. Beat Oklahoma State 36 to 30. And if there is any games I missed, feel free to drop a message to my Facebook page or the Facebook group Athlete Title Aaronverse. If you're not a member, all you have to do is send an invite to myself or Leah, and we'll get and it'll get you into anything going on with the show. But I also have to give a shout out to the Cal to a couple of California teams, UCLA and Wash and number nineteen Washington State. UCLA won 67-63, and number 28, California. Uh, number 23, California, beat Ole Miss 28-20. I'm sorry, I did mention that there were two. There's actually three. But again, in closing, if I missed any games, feel free to message me on either my Facebook page, the... Group page Aaronverse, if you're not a member, please feel free to uh, drop a line to either Leah or myself, and we will let you in. Again, these scores come courtesy of ESPN.com. And a couple of Friday games on tap for this weekend. We have number 15, California, going up against Arizona State. And number 12, Penn State, going up against Maryland. Those games are on FS1 and ESPN, respectively, at 7 p.m. and 9.30 on Friday. And Penn State University is favored under seven points or by seven points 
And then California is favored under five or by five. And then a cup and then a bunch of Saturday games on tap. Starting off at eleven is Texas Tech and Oklahoma. And Oklahoma being favored by twenty seven. Number six, Oklahoma, I should say. Northwestern and number eight, Wisconsin. On ABC, Wisconsin favored 24. Number 14, Iowa and Middle Tennessee over on ESPN2. With Iowa being favored 24 and a half. Rutgers and number 20, Michigan over on the Big Ten Network. Number 23, Texas A&M and the Razorbacks over on ESPN, with A&M being favored 23 by 23 and a half. Then the 230 games include number one, Clemson and North Carolina, with Clemson being favored 26 and a half. Uh, Ole Miss and Alabama. I'm sorry, Ole Miss number two, Alabama, over on CBS. Virginia and number 18, Virginia, and number 10, Notre Dame, with Notre Dame on being favored 11 and a half. Number 21, USC, and number 17, Washington, with Washington being favored at by nine and a half. And Indiana and Michigan State, with Michigan State being favored 14 and a half. Those games are all at 2.30 on Fox, ESPN, NBC, ABC, and the Big Ten Network, respectively. We have one 3 o'clock game, up, and that is Towson and number nine, Florida. And it's on the SEC network. Then you have your six o'clock games, which include number seven, Auburn and Mississippi State, with Auburn being favored by 11 points. Number 22, University of Central Florida and UConn, with UCF being favored 43 and a half. Oklahoma State and number 24, Kansas State, with Oklahoma State being favored five and a half. Then it's the Buckeyes in Nebraska at 630, with Ohio State being favored 18 and a half. And last but certainly not least, Washington State and number 19, Utah, with Utah being favored six and a half. Stay tuned to ESPN, NBC, CBS, ABC, ESPN2, and FS1, and Fox, among all your other stations, if I missed them. It's going to be an awesome two days of college football. Stay tuned for the final segment of the show, which include a couple of new shows that I'm going to have to watch. 
tomorrow. All right, here we go. Final segment on on Monday. And you know what that means? The fall TV season is really beginning to pick up. On tap for tonight, courtesy of Fox, we have new series, The Prodigal Son. And this comes on 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock Central. Malcolm Bright is a gifted criminal psychologist using his twisted genius to help the NYPD solve crimes and stop killers, all while dealing with the, with a, a manipulative mother, a serial killer father still looking to bomb with his prodigal son, and his own constantly, and his own constantly evolving neurosis. Bright's only ally is his sister. Ansley, a TV journalist who wishes her brother would take a break from murder and have a normal life. Unfortunately for his sister, the only way Bright feels normal is by solving cases with the help of his longtime mentor, NYPD Detective Gil Arroyo. Arroyo is one of the best detectives around, and he expects no less from his team, which includes Detective J.T. Carmel, a born and bred New Yorker who questions whether Bright is a psychopath himself. The first episode is tonight. And the cast includes Tom Payne, Michael Sheen, Austin Sage, Lou Diamond Phillips, Bellamy Young, Aurora Perino. Kiko Ajena and Frank Hartz. And I will give you the rundown of who each of these characters are very shortly. Another. All right, here we go. See here. Uh, ah, here we are. The full series cast for Chronicle Sun includes Tom Payne as Malcolm Bright, Kiko Jenna as Idrissa. Giuseppe Ardizon as Jessica's driver Adolfo. Kenya Baum as FBI Supervisor number two. Michael Severus as Carter Burkhead. Karan Chudhari as Psychiatric Facility Guard. Matthew Greer as a TV reporter. Frank Hartz as JT. 
Dee Ivory is a social worker. Shaw Jones is FBI supervisor number one. Ed Moran will play head uh, head profiler. Profiler. Aurora Perino, as I said before, will play Danny. Lou Diamond Phillips will be Gil. Halston Sage will play Malcolm's sister, Ainsley. Then, of course, we have Michael Sheen as Martin Whitley. Brett Taylor as Blair Burkhead. Deborah Unger as Louisa. Dan Verkman as a gala attendee. Lauren Yoff as another gala attendee. And Bellamy Young as Jessica Whitley. Stay tuned tonight to find out just how this just how twisted this series can be. Also we have All Rise. Which is another TV series on tap, I believe, for uh, CBS Access and some of the well-known in uh, some of the well-known. Uh, cast members include Nadia Gray as Rhea, Mark Heldenberger as Lisa Benner, Ahmed Douglas as Deputy Ahmed Douglas as Deputy Douglas, and Christopher Amatrano as Deputy Ron Murphy. Congratulations go out to all of these series as they premiered. Up next, is Bluff City Law, coming to you at 10 o'clock on NBC. Now, I am so proud of my, of my cousin Josh. Look for him tonight as Judge Sarno. Deja D as Judge Collins. Caitlin McGee as Sidney Strait. And Jimmy Smith as her father, Elijah. I cannot wait to see this, see this series go the Go a full season. I'm proud of you, Josh. Hope you're listening. Next up, we have Bob Hart's Abishola. 
which, in, which is about an American guy who falls in love with his Nigerian nurse. The cast includes Billy Gardell as Bob, Polake Olofoyeku as Abishola, Christine Ebersol as Dottie, and Matt Jones, who you will see in October in uh, Breaking Bad El Camino. And last but certainly, not least, not least, is Mixed Dish. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to find out about how young uh, Tracy Ellis Ross her character on Blackish grew up being raised in a a mixed family. Find out as Tracy Ellis Ross plays the narrator. Mark Paul Johnson is Paul Mark Paul Gosler, I'm sorry, as Paul Johnson. And Tika Sumter as Alicia Johnson. Had a star studded cast. NBC and playing the part of young Rainbow Johnson's Arca Himmel. So stay tuned for NBC for that for that series. And in closing, as most of you know, I've been shipped to all podcast uh, distributors, and what I'm proud to say is that. Apple Podcasts has finally picked me up. So feel free to go on to Apple Podcasts, searching Into the Air and Burst, subscribe, write a review, and rate me. Because I do this for y'all. You guys keep me going. And also, on my Anchor profile is a way you can support me. Please click my Anchor profile and click the link. I appreciate you guys. Thanks.